tough loss for the Jazz, 121-115 to to the Clippers. Deja vu all over again. Reminders of last year in the playoffs, Coach Lacombe. This was a tough loss tonight. You know, multiple times this year. It's just baffling how, you know, they another huge uh, lead that they generated by playing basketball the way they do. Uh, and then it's almost as though they kind of go off on their own. It, it was it was fascinating to watch. Defense, you know, really kind of became non-existent there in the fourth quarter as well. Just kind of a, a total turn of events. So the Jazz fall. They uh, had a 25-point lead in the third quarter. End up losing to the Clippers 121 to 115, their fifth consecutive loss. We'll get the uh, Jazz Game Night postgame show kicked off coming up next. Stay with us right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night postgame show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Man, tough loss for the Jazz tonight, 121 to 115 to the L.A. Clippers game. The Jazz led by 25 points at one point in the third quarter. <laughs> and the Clips come storming back. Uh, Paul George was just incredible. I thought he was only supposed to play 20 minutes. Coach he played 31 and scored 34 points. He looked like he hadn't missed a beat. I mean, he was so good. How about the pass he made down the stretch that was almost unfair? Um, just Played a phenomenal game and really kind of got uh, cleared to play some more, obviously, and was feeling good. So they let him let him play. But man, he was he was tough to stop tonight for the Just Jazz. Just a reminder of what a stud he Woo. is. Man, he he is good. Jazz got thirty three from Donovan Mitchell on twelve of twenty one shooting. Uh, only four threes tonight for Donovan. Zero for four. He had six assists. He had six turnovers as well. He was nine of twelve at the line. Jordan Clarkson had seventeen off the bench. Uh, Wancho Hernan Gomez had 13. Mike Conley tonight with 19 points. Mike played really well. Rudy Gay uh, with 11. But the Jazz get outscored in the fourth quarter, Coach, 39-21. to And and I'm going to tell you, it's it's absolutely crazy to me, but it's a pattern. Um, the Jazz were, I mean, we talked about it at halftime. The ball was flying around. Uh, they had 15 assists at the half. And they went into the fourth quarter, um, you know, looking really good. Ball was moving around. Guys were attacking. And I even liked, you know, when the Clippers climbed up in them, the Jazz drove and got all the way to the rim, scored it. Uh, but it it kind of started to stick, and a lot of isolation, only one assist in the fourth quarter. So we talk all the time about what makes this team good is ball movement is is a huge part, and just one assist, which is is crazy in, in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and not what got them the big lead, to begin with. And there were certain times like I thought Donovan's aggressiveness in the fourth quarter uh, was a good thing and it kind of worked until it didn't. Um, And the Jazz just had a tough time executing. They had a tough time rebounding, uh, gave up some easy rebounds to the Clippers and then, you know, didn't have an answer for Paul George, which seems kind of crazy considering he hasn't played in months, but credit to him because he, I mean, he looked fantastic. Didn't look winded at all. I mean, his game came right back to him, but the Jazz, I mean, he, he drove them all night long, and they just didn't have an answer. No, and you know when we switched Rudy onto him, he stepped back, made a big, big, big three. I mean, he's uh, that dude. He he took that game over. There's no question about it. Um, but but part of it too, you know, the Jazz uh, really have success. They trust in each other. They're making plays for each other, and they're in a really good spot. And then you know for whatever reason, it's just everything gets kind of tight, and you know defense kind of 
loosens up and and that's what you get. Man, it's it's crazy when you look at the stats. It's pretty wild that the Jazz lost this game. I mean, they shot 56% from the field. They were 12 of 31 from three, which isn't a ton of makes or attempts by Jazz standards, but they still shot the ball uh, 40% almost uh, from three. And the Clippers shot the ball tonight to 49%, 15 of 36 from three. So it's not like, I mean, statistically speaking, you look at a box score like this and you would have thought, I would have thought Jazz victory. Yeah, and, you know, I think, I mean, at one point going in that fourth quarter, I looked at, they were still like a 90 something percent win uh, percentage. So it's just an outlier in a weird, uh, you know, way. But at the same time, it's we've seen it time and time again with this team. I don't know what exactly it is. Three things or three plays that kind of stood out to me. This team's usually pretty good after timeouts. Um, three, tu- three turnovers tonight out of timeouts, including the one at the end where they're trying to take the ball out of bounds. The ref's not wanting to give Donovan a timeout because he knows they don't have he any. He tried to give him a break. And Donovan presses the issue, and they end up getting a technical foul. The Clippers get the ball. I mean, just uncharacteristic of, of this team. Uh, out of timeouts are usually pretty good, and tonight three turnovers in pivotal moments trying to stem runs. 14 total turnovers for the Jazz. Uh, Donovan had six. But the, the timing of those turnovers, you're right, was just just dreadful. I mean, it... it uh, it certainly contributed to the unwinding of the club there in the fourth quarter. Well, you know, Quinn took those timeouts because he's trying to stop the momentum. You know, a couple big plays, crowds going crazy. You call a timeout, get everything settled, draw something up. And, you know, they get the the moving screen out of one of them. Rudy you know, backs into uh, Jackson coming around the screen. And then, um, you know, they get the, they get the, the second one was a, was just a turnover, like a handoff turnover. They got poked away. So that's got to be frustrating for Quinn because he's he's a great coach who relies on some of that stuff to try to get some positive momentum built. Not that uh, on this show we we stay all that focused on what's going on in the, the social media conversation, but it is not positive <laughs> out there tonight. Well, I did my part. I tried to be optimistic to start the game, um, you know, in the pregame. Tonight, I, I just don't know. In my mind, this was a tough one to get up off the mat from. I mean, this was just the timing of it's brutal. You know, all the things we talked about, though, in the pregame still remain true. I mean, these are brutal losses. And obviously, you know, if the Jazz are going to have any sort of success in the playoffs, they're going to have to figure out their late game situations and fourth quarter and execution and all of that. But still remains true that they can get back and get healthy. You know, maybe this team has another gear. Yeah, well, I, I think at this point everybody's going to say show me, right? Um, you know, the the unfortunate part of of having this type of, of run, you know, where you lose a bunch in a row and you lose games where you're really firmly in control, uh, that that gets really discouraging for everybody involved, players included, no, coaches included. I mean, it's it's take how you feel and multiply it by, you know, a million, and that's that's how everybody else involved feels. I am not expecting an up, uplifting message from uh, Coach Snyder and the players tonight, as we uh, will get the sound to you coming up a little bit later on in the show. But uh, I'm guessing, I I don't know. I don't even know if uh, we'll even get grumpiness because this is just one of those such a deflating a shock. Yeah, you know? just such a deflating situation. Um, with that, we will say good night to our network stations. 
Uh, our next broadcast is coming your way on Thursday night. The Jazz will take on the Lakers. Uh, that game will tip off at 8 o'clock. Uh, for those of you sticking around with us, we will have all the postgame sound for you coming up right around the corner as uh, the Jazz lose tonight to the Clippers, 121 to 115, right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. Pow! The clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Postgame Show. Underhand scoop to Conley. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan Skies and Hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. It is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz uh, lose a tough one again, 121 to 115 to the Clippers. A game they led by as many as 25 points in the third quarter. And uh, Coach Lacombe, it's it's interesting. I'm seeing a bunch of the you know the graphs from win probabilities uh, popping up online as uh, kind of digesting this game. There's one from uh, Shane Young who covers the NBA uh, for Forbes Sports who puts out a graph. But the Jazz had basically the a 99% win percentage chance in the fourth quarter in this game and managed to lose. I mean, it's just it's uh, it's one of those. I mean, it's it's at this point, it's a trend for this Jazz team that they just have a really difficult time closing out games. Yeah, and I would call it, you know, again, lock, loss of focus or lack of consistency in doing the things that are working. Um, I mean, ball movement being paramount. I just, it, it blows me away that the ball can move the way it does in the fourth quarter. It just gets so tight. And, you know, when when that happens inherently, the defense is not, you know, necessarily pulling for each other. A guy takes a couple of no dribble, no pass possessions. You get frustrated, and that builds. And you know, the the Clippers seem to make every shot down the stretch too, which doesn't you know doesn't hurt. All right, let's go back to LA. It's time to hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Recording in progress. We 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 well, we turn the ball over. You know, turn the ball over eight times, I think, in the fourth quarter. And we gave up, I want to say, like, you know, 12 to 14 second chance points. Those are possessions that we don't get a chance to score. Um, And we're not able to run out on a miss after we get a stop. I mean, that's, you know, if, if we're not doing those two things, there's, there's nothing, you know, if we're driving into a crowd, um, we just, if, if we're not precise on offense, but we don't get to do that if we don't rebound the ball and take care of the ball. And that was the fourth quarter. I mean, it's, you know, 30 of their point, 39 points. We're on those two things in the fourth. So, I mean, you can say we could have hit some free throws. We could have done that. There's just two things. We got to get bodies on people and rebound, and we got to take care of the ball. There are obvious parallels from this game to the yeah. Six game. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, emotionally, how does the team react? How did the team react to that? And how do you kind of take it? We got, I mean, got to be better. I mean, the good thing about this game is it's not game six, you know, and 
you can just point to the two things I just talked about and just fix those two things. And, um, you know, that's a question of us being focused on those areas and making them more important. And when we do that, we'll, we'll get a different result. So as far as, you know, um, like being, I didn't see us like emotionally fragile. I saw a team that, that didn't do the things fundamentally that we have to do and we have to execute on those things. And I wish it were more complicated than that on some level. Um, and then on another level, it's good that it's not because I think those are things that, um, that we're capable of doing, but that saying that is not doing them. So we've got it. We've got to do. Them. Uh, I guess two kind of rotational questions. Mm-hmm. I guess, why did you kind of go in that direction? Yeah, I mean, the, the, you can always look at that stuff, Andy, as you know, and um, we, we went with the guys that we've, we've gone with is, is, you know, the simple answer. And Wancho played well. Um, you know, Jordan gave us you know, another ball handler out there. Maybe we can look back. And I don't think it was one particular um, matchup or, or, you know, substitution decision. It just collectively, um, we've got we've to do the two things that I talked about, no matter who's in the game. And, you know, if, if someone's in the game that's not doing that, um, you know, we, we have to look at, look at that have to look at ourselves and and ask ourselves why we're not doing those things and i um whether it's making them more important um you know there are times we didn't get to the next play and we make a mistake and it doubles down uh but again i'm not going to focus on any you know one player i think it's you know it's it's a collective you know a collective effort um no he i know he's got a concussion and he's had one before so hopefully he's okay it um i know they're they're evaluating him right now to see um you know if he's in a good enough place to fly back with us or needs to stay the night and they'll get more information on that but he's he's got a concussion Yeah, we 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 tried to split the blitz far too often. We drove into traffic, and you know, I think we I don't know how many assists we had in the first half, like fourteen maybe. You know, so that's 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 one of the things that happens that creates the turnovers. And you know, I thought the the one thing I could say about um that we specifically that we did well, we ran better than we have in, you know, in a while. And, you know, that, that creates more space on the floor, um, you know, and allows us to, to get to the rim. Uh, but if we're playing in a crowd, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to turn it over some. And again, but you know, those, those turnovers turn into transition points and, you know, giving up that many possessions, it's, we're just not, you're not going to win. If we're, Given up that many points in in those three areas, whether it be transition defense, turning the ball over, and you know, second chance points. So, um, like I said, I, you know it's good that um, something that we, I think we're capable of fixing, and 
we've got to do it. It's just, we've got to do it and it's got to matter. Okay. All right, there you go. Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder after uh, the Jazz lost tonight, 121 to uh, 115. I I really like how he boiled that down. I think he's he's totally right. He says, you know, he can get caught up in the details and the free, missed free throws and those sorts of things. Or you can look at what happened in the fourth quarter. They turned the ball over eight times and they couldn't keep the Clippers off the boards. And uh, 30 points in the fourth quarter was a result of those two things, according to Quinn Snyder's math. And yeah, that's probably the recipe to, to lose a basketball game. And and scheme wise, you know, what he talked about there was in the fourth quarter for whatever reason, you know, and it it was mostly Donovan and Clarkson, uh, you know, but a ball screen would come to start and, you know, they were getting blitzed on that and they were trying to split it. And to his point, they tried to do that too much, you know, instead of trying something else. Oftentimes when two teams, guys come to the ball, the big sets of screen, you can pop, you can get the ball out that way. So, um, you know, just for whatever reason, in the fourth quarter, the ball really started to get sticky, a lot more isolation, and you know, it doesn't lend itself to the Jazz being the best they can be. No, in, in, in fact, quite the opposite. And yet they still fall into that habit, seems like, over and over and over again. Yeah, it is like watching a classic movie, which is not so classic. I mean, the, the similarities to Game 6 was brought up, and, you know, the Jazz had a 25-point lead in that game, um, the only thing different was the, the Clippers led, you know, ended up winning and, and led by 12. Tonight, the only lead by six, the, the biggest lead they had, but still come back from a 25-point deficit. It's just, uh, that's devastating. And the, you know, let up, I, I, I don't know if that was as much an issue or maybe it was a little more sloppiness or game plan tonight as opposed to other games where we've seen them really just let off the gas from an effort standpoint. One, one positive that coach Schneider threw in there was uh, the team did run. I mean, it, it did feel like the energy was better tonight. They, they def- definitely ran. We noticed that, you know, Hernan Gomez, even Monroe, it was sprinting up and down the floor um, when he was in there. Rudy was definitely trying to push it. So they had some good things happen for them when they ran the floor. Hopefully that's something that can continue. Conley was good tonight. If you're looking for positives, uh, 19 points, he had three assists, two rebounds, was really efficient, seven of 13, four of eight from three. And, I, hey, Wancho, Wancho's playing. 13 points for him tonight, six rebounds, um, and uh, he continues to be really good, I think. I mean, he's um, – you think about what Hassan's been for Rudy. I mean, but you think you you sub out Bojan and you bring in a guy like that who can space the floor, understands, you know, can help you on the glass. I really like the way he plays. Uh, let's get to your uh, points in the paint real quick. Brought to you by our friends at Serta uh, Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-CERTA. Visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven and trusted experts in painting. Tonight, uh, points in the paint, Coach. Uh, let's see here. The Jazz uh, actually outscored the Clippers 56-44. to And it was points off turnovers. Clippers have 17 points. Got a lot of easy ones there in the fourth quarter. Just throw aheads for dunks on that run back. Um, but, man, transition defense was pretty good early in the game, and that's something else that kind of broke as well. So just just head-scratching in some ways. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Wiz campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. 121 to 115 is your final. The Jazz follow the Clippers. We'll get you sound from the players coming up next right here on the Jazz Radio Network. 
Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Jazz win, or excuse me, Jazz lose tonight, 121 to 115 to the LA Clippers. Jazz probably should have won. They were up by 25 in the third quarter, but no. Clippers come back and win. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign, Real Stories. From real Mark Miller Subaru customers, share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Uh, some good news. Rostradamus was right, and Jazz fans will be eating free roast beef sandwiches tomorrow. This season, when the Utah Jazz score 100 or 11, and 11 or more points in a game, Jazz app users score a free Arby's Classic Roast Beef Sandwich the next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com slash score big to learn more. Rostradamus is... Rostradamus <laughs> strikes again. 35th correct prediction of the season. Pretty good. So if jazz fans are bent, at least you've got a free sandwich tomorrow. Go gnaw on a roast beef sandwich and drown your sorrow. There was, we were pretty confident by the end of three that they were going to have no problem get to roast beef, but uh, it actually that got tricky. It did. It it got a little closer than we expected down toward the end. They got stuck on one oh nine for a minute. Yeah, they did. Um, but they got there. So yeah, that is the one piece of of good news out of tonight. You get a free roast beef sandwich. We also want to remind you about the Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators Program presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from Jazz Bear, a $1,000 grant, and a personalized uh, personalized jersey and tickets to see a jazz game in a suite. Go to nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator now. Let's go back to L.A. It's now time to hear from Donovan Mitchell. Sir, I, I don't know. <laughs> Ah, it's the same. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it feels the same way. It's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. And yeah, six turnovers, turned the ball over too much. We didn't get back on defense. Didn't rebound. I'm sorry. I got them for you right now. Um, outside of turning the ball over, I mean, if you count the, the the timeout, I just didn't. We ran the same play three times. We got good looks out of it. He just, I still haven't seen the play, but I don't know how the hell he got behind me. You know, we ran that play, and I guess he came from the corner. Is that what happened? Yeah, he came from the corner. That followed me all the way around. I mean, it's an instinctive play. I, I don't think you... I don't really think you taking account of a dude leaving who I don't know who was in the corner, leaving him in the corner wide open, you know, and he hit it out my hand and made it a good play. And then the timeout, I just didn't know. And that's on me. As a leader, you gotta know. I looked up and saw the one on the wrong side of the looking at the wrong team. So um outside of that, you know, we just didn't get stops. You know, we we even if we scored, we just didn't get stops. And then they hit shots, but they also had offensive rebounds, made some hustle plays, and yeah. Do you feel a difference in how you guys were handling ball pressure as that you tried to handle it in the first half? Uh, I think they're just at, at that point when you're down twenty, you just get more desperate, and you know that's where some of the turnovers lie. Like even the last one that I had. Uh, you no one leaves the man from the corner and comes over, but you just make a play. And was Paul who did that? Was it was Paul? 
Paul made a play. No credit to him. Like Nick made a play at half court. Like they made plays. We didn't. Um, yeah, it's just one of those. You just got to walk it off. Um, you know, it's not going to be perfect. It's not related to the other, the other day. Um, the court has been slippery in that spot the whole time. And, you know, just a few times kind of tweak it, but you, you run it off and you're fine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, just trying to fill it out. You know, this is, it's PTSD from that for sure, but I'm not, don't, please don't, please don't put that any, like, I'm not putting blame on the ankle. Like, you know what I mean? I played, right? You know what I mean? So that's, that's not what I'm saying, but, you know, as the game goes on, you become more confident and all that, even after all the work you do all summer. But, yeah. There's Donovan Mitchell uh, and Donovan tonight, 33 points, 12, 21 shooting. He did go to line 12 times, 9 to 12 from the line. He had six assists, did have six turnovers, something you talked about there. Uh, explain the timeout, Coach, that he looked up at the scoreboard and uh, looked at the wrong team. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, obviously, probably communicated in the timeout. I've been parts of that where, you know, guys are looking at you, but their mind's not necessarily right there with you. Um, and it was crazy that the official was trying to help him. Uh, that was the most amazing part. And Donovan was so mad that he wouldn't give him a timeout. And finally, Scott Foster stepped in and was like, it's been seven seconds. We need to make a decision. Yeah, that was weird. They the Foster did, or I guess it wasn't Scott. He he came in. He from came across in to the try court to fix to, it. Yeah, yeah. we're going trying to give him a break. Like, no, dude, just throw it in. But as soon as Donovan started walking around, they really couldn't ignore it. Yeah. So, you know, another just a weird one. I mean, in talking off air, I mean, another the the half court violation. You know, in the bubble against Denver. Against Denver. Yeah. Uh, this year, the the foul in the Milwaukee game. It's just some of those things are focus related. So, I mean, that's just something that you got to kind of drill down on and make sure everybody knows. But it, I, I will be the first to say it happens. Yep, this team it definitely has an issue uh, with with putting teams away and and making mistakes like that. And, you know, a lot of turnovers or mistakes like that. I mean, obviously, calling a timeout with not having one is one that's going to stick out to you. But he he described in detail that uh, the ball Paul George uh, got from him from behind, and uh, just tough night for Donovan. Yeah, the turnovers were hard. You know, they all kind of came. In, in sequence there in the fourth quarter. Um, again, probably on erring on the side of trying to do too much yourself. Yeah. I, I think that would probably be the best way to sum it up. Um, you know, even Clarkson, the, what I, th- I thought the shot, he had a, a wide open three in the corner, kind of doubted it, drove it into a, a kind of a tough runner. And, you know, again, those are plays the Jazz don't successfully make a lot. It's more the, hey, I'm going to drive it in for you and then I'm going to pitch it. Um, and, and the Jazz were having great success with that tonight until fourth quarter. Time for the Master of the Glass, brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass, a local vehicle glass expert, uh, back for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the official auto glass partner of the Utah Jazz. Safe Light Auto Glass sells proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. 
Uh, as usual, your master of the glass tonight, uh, Rudy Gobert, who had 16 rebounds. Uh, he had three block shots tonight, nine points on four of seven shooting, one of six from the line. Rudy's struggling from the uh, from the free throw line, but they're still having issues getting Rudy Gobert the ball. Uh, at what time? I mean, Donovan threw him a pass in the fourth quarter. Of all the times, Rudy has a has a, a smaller guy pinned. They Donovan threw him the pass when he was double teamed and threw it right at the rim, and it didn't. So, just still have issues with with when to get Rudy the ball and when not to. Yeah, it's 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 difficult with a team with length like that too because they put a lot of pressure on the passer. So you've got to make a split second decision, and sometimes you know you, you before you actually can read it, you make a determination. That's looked like what that play was. Is hey, the lob's going to be oh, there's two guys there, but you had to make your decision, um, you know. And yeah, Rudy, um, you know, to his credit, he continues to rebound like crazy. Um, all over the place, you know, trying to keep balls alive and had some nice blocks tonight too. Uh, it's time to go back to LA. Let's get some more player sound. Let's hear from the newest jazz man, Greg Monroe. How do you just kind of feel out there? Uh, I, feel, I feel good. I mean, at this point, it's my 14 day. You kind of get, kind of get used to it a little bit. Um, you know, it's always fun being back out there. Um, like I said, to have a, to have a day of practice um, a couple of times I haven't had the opportunity before I had to play. Uh, so to actually have a day where I can actually walk through some stuff, uh, learn at least some basic plays, uh, I think it helped out a lot. There are guys who have had your career in Milwaukee. Why did you want to stay? Uh, I mean, I still love it. I still think I definitely can play at this level. Um, um, I'm just, you know, I'm just not ready to be done. You know, I think I have a lot left in the tank. Um, and so, you know, everybody has their own journeys. Um, I feel like this is just mine. So I just have to do what I do to get back um, in the place where I want to be. Um, and so this is a part of it right now. Um, but I definitely feel like I still have a lot left to take. Uh, <laughs> this is not a weird question. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's something that uh, I definitely have lost some weight, definitely since I've been on an NBA team. So um, yeah, everybody that sees me does me that. So it's just not really weird anymore. All right, that's uh, Greg Monroe. Of course, the Jazz signed him to a 10-day. I thought Greg was pretty good. He played 10 minutes. He had uh, four points, two rebounds, and assist. He had a, a block as well, and I don't know how much you can honestly expect from Greg, but he talked about it there. He looks like he's in, in great shape, and uh, he was hustling out there. That was the part that stood out to me, just his physical shape, uh, and then his, he really ran the floor well. I liked his, uh, you know, made a, a difficult catch on the move. Uh, and got fouled, made both free throws. So stuff that, cer- that certainly translates. He maybe not rebound out of his area as good, uh, perhaps as Rudy or Hassan. But, man, I, li- I liked what I saw in the minutes we saw him out there. Uh, the Jazz lose tonight 121 to 115 to the L.A. Clippers. Postgame is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some. Share your own, mysubaruis.com. We'll get you more sound for the players coming up next here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show, Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, Post Game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Featuring the My Subaru is campaign, real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. 
Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share. Mark Miller, Subaru.com. Jazz lose a tough one to the Clippers tonight, 121 to 115 after leading by as many as 25 points in the third quarter. The Clips come storming back. Let's do the Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A. Earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A one app. Uh, Foul shots were a struggle for the Jazz tonight, Coach. They shot only uh, 59%, 17 of 29. Rudy Gobert in particular, one of six from the line. Now, uh, Donovan, one thing he uh, certainly did well tonight was go to the line, nine of 12 uh, from the free throw line for him. But Jordan Clarkson was only four of eight. So, you know, the Jazz characteristically a pretty good uh, free throw shooting team, not tonight. And the the crazy part is the coach and me, you know, Jazz are still up 20 and they're missing free throw after free throw. And in your mind, the back of your mind, you've got this awful thought saying, man, these are going to come back to haunt them because those are opportunities to hold, you know, another way to hold off a lead is, is the, are those free throws. But yeah, it was just a, a bad, bad night for them to kind of go cold from the line. Rudy strangely airballed two free throws there in the first half. I mean, they weren't close. It was just bizarre. It's critical that Rudy make his free throws because part of the equation of trying to get Rudy the ball more is that, uh, and him going strong to the rim is you're confident that even if he doesn't make the shot, he's going to go to the line. And and Rudy has turned himself into a 70% free throw shooter, which is great, which is a great number. One for six with two air balls. That can't continue. I don't think it will, by the way. I think Rudy just had a bad night, but that's critical for him. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a big part of it. He's got to be able to finish plays and or free throws, right? That's you got to have that confidence, and he's been so good at it this year. Um, it just seemed like tonight, from the very beginning, you know, he was just a little bit with the shot was a little bit off, and and I I also believe Rudy, it kind of becomes a mental thing at that point for him in a game like that. It's hard for him to shake those off. Get the yips a little. Yeah, bit. you do. I, I do it with putts, man. Three footers get me every time. Every single time. Uh, but yeah, the Jazz uh, certainly like going to the line twenty nine times. Uh, Would have liked to make uh, seventeen more. But uh, but Coach Snyder said when uh, when he was making his post game uh, remarks, I mean, you can look into the free throws and you can nitpick, but really it came down to f- uh, in the fourth quarter to turnovers and not being able to rebound the basketball. No doubt, the, those were the two things that kind of compounded. You know, not not being able to finish possessions and then on the offensive side, turning it over for easy baskets and in a 20 point lead can get down to 12. We saw that. Um, and then once you've got it within 12 with a full quarter to go in uh, momentum in your, in your corner, that was a really hard one for the jazz to fight off. And a player like Paul George. And here's where we give the Clippers credit because Paul George was insanely good. He played 31 minutes. He had 34 points coming back from months off. Looked like he was in great shape. And uh, he was a walking bucket out there. I mean, the Jazz honestly did not have any sort of answer for him defensively at all. And it just reminds you how good he is. Yep. You know, I think he gets a bad rap at times, playoff P, all that stuff. But I'm telling you what, um, when he gets it going, another very versatile, long, athletic, but he can be pretty tenacious on the defensive side too. He caused a lot of issues there. You know, poking the ball from behind and kind of uh, trying to, to, when he guarded Conley, just not letting him turn the corner. He, he was very good that way. You forget that's kind of where Paul George made his bones in this league with Indiana was being a, a tough-nosed defender. Remember those playoff series with uh, with LeBron when LeBron was in Miami and and uh, Indiana was, was playing tough and they put Paul George on him. I mean, that was a big part of his game. He's a really good defensive player. And uh, he's, he's a really good player overall. I mean, just amazing. But, uh, you know, 
if the Jazz are going to run into players like Paul George into the playoffs in all likelihood, so what are they going to do? Yeah, and it surprised me how good he was with that big a layoff. I mean, had not played a game in 2022. It's just it's mind-boggling that he was that good, and it speaks to the prep. You know, he must have he really worked hard because he looked good, um, but confidence in was only going to play 20 minutes, but felt so good. They just kept him rolling. I know you got to love coach Lou. Like, Oh, you play it great. Stay out there and make I, it I mean, happen. I, yeah. I mean, you love a guy who, who, and he's done it a lot. He did it in the playoffs last year. He plays the right cards. So you got to give him credit. He's, he's, he's a much better coach uh, than perhaps I even gave him credit yep. for with the championship. I agree. Uh, Reggie Jackson tonight had 21. But if you look at it, uh, you know, the big damage for the Clippers was done um, with their bench unit. And uh, even uh, Hardenstein finished the game. He had 14 points and 5-7 shooting, but Luke Kennard had 17. And uh, if you look at the plus-minuses, Paul George had a plus-15, but Covington had a plus-20, Hardenstein plus-25, Kennard plus-22. Then you look at the starters outside of Paul George, Reggie Jackson minus-11, Zubats minus-21, uh, Morris minus-19, and Batum minus-12. So the Clippers did a lot of that uh, that damage there in the third and uh, coming back in the fourth with uh, with their bench players. Their bench, on. yeah. yeah. That's, you know, th- that's how they've had to win this year because they've only had George 20-plus games and no Kawhi. So, again, they've done a great job with the roster they've had. You know, they've, they've weathered a ton of storms. They're going to be, you know, they, they keep getting guys back. Norman Powell apparently is next. But they're going to be pretty pretty tough out in the playoffs. Yeah, I wonder. It depends. I mean, you heard rumblings of, well, if they got a little in the playoffs, maybe Kawhi Leonard would be able to come back. And you know, I don't know of all that, but uh, you know, Paul George is on the team there. They're, they can win any game in any particular night. Let's go back to LA. Rudy Gobert is addressing the media. Let's go. Yeah. Just, uh, she played the right way, the same way uh, for 48 minutes. Yeah. Why is it that when teams up their, their level, you know, athletic teams that can switch and get into you. Why is it that when they up their level that you guys can't figure out a way to, to get disconnected. run your offensive force? And- we get disconnected. We stop playing. Uh, we, lose our, we lose the values of uh, this team, which is moving uh, the ball and, and, uh, and, and that really that really affects our defense. And then it's like the, it's like everything flows and then it goes the other way and it flows the wrong way and we get disconnected more and more and more. And then it's, the other team gets, you know, they feel like they do uh, they, they do something good because they, they know how to get us to that point. Good teams like they, they, they know how to get us there and then, you know, we, yeah, when you lose the momentum, you you give uh, you give them fast break points, and then it's offensive rebounds. So yeah, everybody going to the board, and they get second chance, and they just feel like they can. Nothing can happen to them. You know, we don't um, we don't really hate nobody. We don't we don't get our hands dirty. We never get our hands dirty. We just, we we are a very good basketball team. So we never, yeah, we, like guys are literally like beating me up every night and like, uh, and, it's, and as they should, 
you know, it's, it's basketball, it's a physical game, but we, I think we got to get to the point where like we, we do that to the other team too. And we get, well, we get a little more, I think that is part of the things that we, yeah, teams don't really expect that from us. You know, we're a really good basketball team. I think we, we have great, a lot of great basketball players on both ends, but we, we just, uh, yeah, we just need to figure out a way to, to get that uh, that mindset of you know, getting things for doing things for each other more, and and do it for forty minutes. And when it gets hard, do it even more. And when it gets hard, we, we do the opposite. You know, we, we get disconnected, and, and then we and then that affects our defense. So I think we'd be we'd be all right. We just gotta like it's gonna hurt at some point enough that we. We just say we don't have anything to lose, so we just gotta get the mindset. So to be clear, you just say you just said we never get up, we don't get our hands dirty. Is that what you said? Yeah. I want to make sure. Yeah. Uh, it's it's part of the game. I mean, it's, it's uh like you don't win without game. Like you can be as good as you want, but at the end of the day, it's it's mental. Like we. And it starts with me. Like, it starts with me. Like when 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 guys are going at me and, and score, like it, it affects the whole team. And when you know when like I give up offensive rebound or something like that, like as the leader of one of the leaders of this team, like it's it's tough. Like it, it's we 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 have to set the tone. You know, as the leaders, and, and then guys gonna gonna. gonna Gonna ride with us. So it starts with with us, you know. Be 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 tougher, and and, and we do. We start the game the right way. We, we play the right way for, you know. We get up twenty, and this year has happened a lot of times. Like we get up, we get up twenty, uh, end of the third or fifteen, and then we, yeah, we just get disconnected. It's like something happens when we don't move the ball anymore. We. Uh, then we give up offensive rebounds, we give up transition points, and we give life to teams that shouldn't have life. As good as no matter who it is, like if you are 15 and you you, you want to win, you want to be a championship team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Figure it out. I believe we will. You know, I think it's going to come from all of us. Does this one? Hurt particularly because it was twenty-five again. I mean, it hurts. I mean, it's uh, I hate to lose. To be honest, I don't know. I can speak for everybody, but uh, for myself, and it hurts. Like I want, I want to punch a ball, but then what is it going to do? Nothing. So it's, it hurts, but we're gonna we're gonna learn. I mean, there's only way. The only way we can go is forward. We gotta. At some point, if it's happening, it's for a reason. You know, it's like it's like you believe in those signs. Like you, like it's almost better sometimes that we lose instead of winning by one or winning by two. It's like how many times? When, when are we going to learn and, and fix those things? And you know, I think we we have a seven, eight game left. We gotta uh, use them to really. You know, be able to play 48 minutes the same way, and, and when it's late in the game, raise our level, raise our physicality, and 
Then you get up, get our hands dirty. Money, money matters because teams are getting their hands dirty on us. I'll tell you that. Strong words from Rudy Gobert there in his uh, post-game media. Rudy tonight uh, finished the game with 9 points, 16 rebounds, 3 block shots. He had a couple of steals as well, but said uh, multiple times there as a team, they don't get their hands dirty. Coach Lacombe. Another way of saying they don't do the hard things. You know, another way of saying that from last week, but uh, I, I agree with his assessment 100%. I mean, we, we've got the numbers to prove it, right? That the ball, when it stops moving, this team stops functioning. Um, and, and it affects their ability to get stops. And for whatever reason, it's it's something that, you know, as Rudy said, you know, we talk about wanting to win a championship, but we've got to, I mean, we can't can't do that if we can't fix this. And uh, I, I thought he was 100% spot on. I thought he saw, I mean, he sees it the way I see it, 100%. Uh, he says, uh, I get beat up every night, as I should. Basketball is a physical game. We've got to get to the point of doing that to the other team, too. I think that's right on. I think Rudy's right on the money. And he he took uh, some accountability for that, too, which, and I'm not trying to criticize Rudy, but we haven't necessarily heard him do that all the time when he's being a little bit critical. He says he's a leader on the team. He needs to set the tone. And I actually think that's an area where Rudy can set the tone is the physicality and all that. And he does get beat up every night. Of course he does. I mean, it's the position he plays. But I agree with him. I think the Jazz need to hand out a little bit of that too. Totally agree. I mean, that's why I've liked Whiteside, his edge. Um, you know, I think the Jazz need more of that. And, and, you know, whatever the killer instinct when a team is down to put them away, I mean, they certainly need that. And I think perhaps that could be part of that, um, you know, getting your hands dirty stuff. Yep. You know, just finishing a team off. All right, uh, your post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. We'll get you play of the game and we'll uh, wrap this one up coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Inbound Conley takes a dribble to his left, long out front, half court shot at the hole. Boom. He got it. The horse champion. Play the game right there. Our guy David Locke on the call. It's brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com. Driven by you. Tough loss tonight for the Jazz. They lose to the Clippers, 121 to 115. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share Mark Miller Subaru. Com. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you. The Jazz get uh, 33 points tonight from Donovan Mitchell on 12-21 shooting. Also had six assists and a couple of rebounds. Mike Conley tonight, 19 points on 7-13 uh, shooting, 4-8 of eight from 3. Jordan Clarkson with 17 off the bench. Juancho Hernan Gomez had uh, 13 in the starting lineup for the injured Boyan Bogdanovich. Uh, you know, everybody's grumpy. Coach Lacombe, for good reason, the Jazz led by as many as 25, and this one is uh, in the third quarter. Uh, but if there is a positive, Mike Conley was really good. Mike was good. Uh, I thought they got a great lift from him. You know, played a, a good floor game, but shot the ball well. Um, and that was what was frustrating is the Jazz had a good shooting night, you know, and feel like with a 99% win percentage in the fourth quarter against a team that's lost five straight, you think you're going to figure it out. 
and unfortunately they didn't. But um, yeah, Mike Mike was a bright spot. He definitely was a bright spot. And uh, I thought Wancho. Hernan Gomez was a bright spot as well as he continues to play well. And it, I, you know, with a guy that size, if he's going to can threes and play defense, I, I don't see, and cut, and I cut mean, a great yep. cutter. Uh, if he's going to do those things, I don't see why he, he wouldn't have a rotational spot come playoff time. So I think my vote for play of the play of the year so far is the kind of no looker from Greg Monroe to a cutting Hernan Gomez. Oh yeah. Great dunk. play tonight. Unbelievable. Like, that was my favorite play of the Monroe, year. Monroe, uh, we could also throw him in the positive category. I thought he played pretty well, and he is a gifted passer. That's that's part of his game. That's right. So maybe that's a little something he can bring to the table. That was really nice. So just off-the-cuff comment from old Timster, but I thought that that play was cool. Not a whole lot of positives, though, uh, with this result. We can, we can talk about a couple of them, but really couldn't get stops in the fourth quarter, turned the ball over, couldn't get a rebound. Uh, and uh, certainly couldn't prevent Paul George from really doing whatever he wanted to do in the fourth quarter. Sums it up. I can't say it any better. I, th- I think that's exactly what happened, and I would add to it that they departed from what was working. You know, they they got away from moving the basketball and playing on advantage, and they kind of, you know, started to play isolation a little bit too much. Uh, Paul, by the way, finished the game. Paul George, that is, finished the game. Uh, with 34 points, so he was very, very good. All right, Coach Lacombe, let's get a few final thoughts from you on this one uh, before we turn the page to the Lakers on Thursday. Well, I mean, this is a hard one. It's, it's, you know, I think losing this many in a row, but this one kind of bringing back the ghosts of last year too, all in one fail swoop, I think that's tough. So uh, they've they've got to, you know, they got to respond. they got to respond at home. Uh, The Lakers will be here. The crowd will be intense um but they'll be on on edge i think everybody's on edge players have to be coaches have to be and it's just a pivotal time for them to figure out if they can salvage the season and hey maybe that's uh maybe that's a good thing we've been waiting for this team to play with a little desperation i mean maybe that comes we we thought maybe it would come with the playoff time because you know it's do or die in the playoffs but this team maybe needs a little bit of that rudy talked about them uh, not getting their hands dirty uh, maybe they need a little desperation to kick that in. And crazy stuff happens in sport. I mean, it momentum's crazy. We saw that tonight where a team, it looks completely out of it. They get a little success and they build on it. I mean, that can happen in season two. So uh, a lot of the same things are happening. I think it's a matter of recognizing it and fixing it uh, to be able to move on in advance. Uh, the Jazz uh, lose tonight, one twenty-one to one fifteen, to the LA Clippers. We want to say a big thanks to everybody who participated in the broadcast tonight. Of course, David Locke, Ron Boone, doing a great job. Thanks to the broadcast assistants. Thanks, to Jeff Carroll, for uh, doing a great job producing. As always, thanks to Mark Miller, Subaru, the title sponsor of the postgame show and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. And as always, Coach Lacombe, thanks, buddy. Thank you for the Fiesta Pack yet again. It that, was delicious. I mean, it was the highlight of the night. I could not I agree I mean, that was more. better than the Monroe to Hernan Gomez. <laughs> burrito and taco extraordinaire. 121 to 115 is your final. The Jazz fall tonight to the L.A. Clippers. Up next, the Jazz take on the Lakers on Thursday night. That game will tip off at 8 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 7 And you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.